welcome everybody and welcome to Surviving the Badge. Season 2, Episode 2, we're going to be talking tonight, unfortunately, about a beautiful little angel who was reported missing, what, two years after she She actually went missing. She went missing. And the title of this show is No Harmony in New Hampshire. So we're going to go into that here in a little bit. This uh, This will help us further promote, we're kind of switching, just if you're new... We're switching more to a, a true crime aspect from 75 years of experience and how a, a case like this would be examined, looked at, investigated, supervisory done, things like that. So, um, yeah. And we're still going to be doing the surviving the badge part. We're still going to be talking about ways to survive the badge and how we survive the badge. But, you know, we're going to include some of that into our true crime series this season. So with that being said, let's jump right into Fallen Officers. Let's do our beer moment first. Let's do the beer moment first. (laughs) Let's do it. All right. Tonight we have from Sierra, Nevada, and it is called Dankful IPA. (laughs) Dankful IPA. Generously Hoppy. Hey, I, 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 I love you, Sierra Nevada, but damn. <laughs> yeah, this this bad boy has got some hops. Ooh, and, and I was at the the uh, Terrapin uh, Brewery, Ooh. and, and they're they hoppy, but Sierra Nevada, I mean, if I liked IPA, this would be, oh, this would be great. Yeah. I don't like IPAs. If you like that hoppy flavor and that, you know, that real high IPA hops, um this bad boy is loaded, and it is 7.4% by volume, yeah. alcohol by volume. So it's a pretty strong beer. It, it actually has a very clean flavor. It does. It does. It's very clean, extremely crisp due to the hoppiness. It is. It's, it's a crisp beer. It's just that, that overwhelming hop. Just For me, a lot of you guys love IPAs, and I want you to enjoy them. Um, we are just not IPA guys. Right. So we're fr- real men. I think I forgot <laughs> to rank the last one, um, but I am going to give this one because I am not a hoppy person. And this, our rankings are are rated on basically: would we buy it again? Will we drink it again? Will we drink it? You know, on the weekend, whatever. I'm going to have to give this like a five point five or a six because I would not buy it again because I'm not an IPA guy. Yeah. I, I give it about a five also. I would, if somebody who had it in their free fridge gave it to me, I would drink it out of respect and I would drink it because it's beer. But yeah, I, <laughs> and that's the main reason because it's freaking beer. Come on. And free beer at that. So yeah, five, a, a five for me too. Now, um, as you can see, John is not here. So what we're doing today is we're doing a little bit of bourbon tasting and John does not do brown liquor uh-uh. at all. He Ronnie, hates brown liquor. LT and I do. We love ourselves some brown liquor. So tonight we are going to review Woodford Reserve Select. This is probably one of my favorites. I This bottle, I've had it since, oh my God, I don't even know. I think my birthday. And uh, we just opened it because I had another bottle of it. Not because I don't drink it. But Your birthday in 1902? Oh, shut up. <laughs> So we have it with a little ice tonight, and we are going to take a little sip. First, we're going to have a sip. Salute. I I like Woodford. I got to clean the palate of that IPA shit. So my my son, who's recently graduated with a Do another one with a, uh, a a bachelor's degree in hospitality management, said you have to you kind of and yeah. I don't know. You bring yeah. it back. How'd that work for you? I, I, yeah, he did a better. Uh, he anyway. You're supposed to be able to push it over the entire palate. That is very um, good. It's very smooth. It has a little bit of that oak. Yeah, definitely I think a little bit of yeah. that oak. Yep. Um, it's very smooth. I would rank that up in in you know for under fifty dollars. That is in my top two or three. For sure. Yes, absolutely. I'm, I'm a I'm a Maker's Mark drinker from way back, but I would definitely buy a bottle of that if it wasn't available. So. And guys, I got to tell you, if, if for some reason you didn't get a chance to watch our last show, um, please check it out. But we did a review of Wild Turkey Long Branch, 
And I got to tell you, I like the long the long branch wild turkey. I think it's a little bit even smoother than it's that. It's definitely smoother. Man. Yeah. That is some good stuff. And I had never tried that before. So try either one of them if you're a bourbon drinker. Either Woodford Select. You can't go wrong with that. Or the uh, long branch from wild turkey. And I, and I know you guys tuned in for bourbon hour. But oh, what, we should do another podcast called bourbon hour. Oh, we should. We actually should. Oh, and we forgot to do our sponsors yeah. well, we've for had the beer some, moment. It, between episodes, we had some um, bourbon. So, yes, <laughs> our, our beer is, our sponsor is Kenny's Grocery out of Orange City. They are located at French Avenue in 1792, and they have an amazing selection. If you want a unique beer, an IPA, an ale, anything... Go seltzer, they yeah. do everything. Hard seltzer, all that stuff. Ciders, the works. So go in there. Go into Kenny's Grocery, Orange City, seventeen ninety two in French, and tell them that you heard about them on Surviving the Badge. Yeah, please do because that helps us out. Those they, they're so gracious to help us out, and they they provide the beer for our shows. So we really appreciate it very much. And our second sponsor is going to be cnr constructors out of central florida they are a general contractor they specialize in commercial build outs and residential remodels and i'll tell you what these guys are top-notch a1 they can do everything from the ground up all the way to the roof they do not do roofs um, but we have plenty of subs that can do the roofs. can they build the trusses to put a roof onto they can, but we go to a trust plant for those. So. <laughs> but uh, they are absolutely fantastic, and they are a monetary sponsor of ours. And thank you very much. They helped us get our new logo done. Yes. And so tell them about this. So we have um, some 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 uh, stickers, merch. We're going to ask you guys to participate throughout the episode today and all the past episodes. And if we ask you, hey, Anybody who knows XYZ, and you put a if you put a, a comment in there, um, we're going to send you a, a sticker. It's a Surviving the Badge sticker, so send it, it in there. It looks just like this, guys, only obviously the miniature version of that. And uh, you have to be a subscriber on YouTube to in order to participate in this. Just Yeah, I know. It's our cheap way to get more subscribers. <laughs> yeah. But these stickers are really awesome, and they last forever. I've had one on my car now for over six months, and it hasn't faded at all. Yeah, it's a nice vinyl. Um, I'm part of another podcast. Also, uh, I won't mention the name. But my wife's grandmother's had that for on for three years, and it's still on there, and you can still see what's going no, on. No, mention the name. Company. It's it's called Murder Hour. Murder Hour. Podcast. Yep. And we are going to actually have them this season on as guests on our show and talk about some of this true crime stuff and we'll have them either here or at their location but they'll be a guest on our show as well as we're going to be a guest on their show so we're going to kind of team up a little bit on some episodes and i look forward to that very much murder hour wherever you get your podcast they are tremendous yep um, you can also reach us on we have, we're on Spotify. You could send us an email at retiredcops dot uh, retiredcopsrule dot at oh my gosh retiredcopsrule at gmail dot com. There it is. All right, so let let's get to the meat let's and kick potatoes. this pig. Let's kick this pig. Um, oh, let's do the officers fallen officers situation first. So this year, still early in the year, but we've had two officers killed in the line of duty. Um, one was struck by uh, a, a vehicle, and one died from COVID nineteen. I'm sure we're going to have throughout the year some more of the COVID nineteen. And um, we are only January seventh, yeah. and we've already lost two officers. Two. God, um, we've had two canines killed. One was struck by a vehicle, and one was stabbed. So oh, we always God. want to remember our canines as well. So to our fallen officers, salute, salute. God bless you. All right, to our to our case, it's it's. I was I was doing some research on our on our true crime aspect of it, and I'm like murder mystery, missing person, and then boom, I found this case, and it reminded me of a case very similar to we had in Florida, Casey Anthony, s- several years ago. I'm like, oh my god, this is a Casey Anthony it case. It really all is. day long. So if you don't know Casey Anthony. She was a party girl, blah, 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 had a kid, Kay- Kaylee, right? Yeah. Um, and she went, disappeared. Yeah. And the grandmother 
and kept insisting, where's Kaylee? Where's Kaylee? And um, the Casey was like, oh, well, she's with a sitter, and she's with that, and two months, or something like that. Something yeah. like that. And, and the grandmother said, finally called police and said, listen, I have not seen my granddaughter in two months, give or take. Where is she? So they had a huge yeah. investigation. They arrested Casey Anthony. Um, they found Kaylee, unfortunately, had been murdered. and Very close to the home. Right, very close to the home. And they thought they had a, a, a textbook case, open and closed case. And she got off. She got off. She was found <clears throat> not guilty of the murder, but she was found guilty of lying to law enforcement. She spent two years in jail. Time served. And now she's out doing whatever the hell she's doing. So, so yeah. this case is very similar to that. I'm, I'm, I'm researching, and Tuesday, I found out, I found this case. There's a, 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 a oh God, I almost said gentleman, scumbag. Um, yeah. You know, you saw the picture. What did you think? Immediately when you saw it, scumbag. He got, he gets, he got arrested. He gets arrested. Um, <laughs> felony, second degree assault and interference with custody. Of his um, seven-year-old daughter, and the daughter partially blind, right? And I'm soon read. I'm reading this, and there's no mystery there. There are scumbags throughout the entire country, and that's his picture on your screen now. Um, his name is Adam Montgomery. That's his picture there. So that should not necessarily be a nationwide story. People are scumbags. Parents are shitty to their kids, yeah. right? And so I'm reading further, and I'm like, okay, where's the mystery? Why is this a nationwide case? And I'm reading, dad's a scumbag. And then come to find out, come to find out that nobody has seen little Harmony two years. Two years. This kid has been missing for two years, and that's that little angel's picture on your um, screen right now. Is is um, Harmony Montgomery? What a precious little angel! Look at that face. Oh my God! I mean, October November was the last time that anybody saw Harmony. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way it breaks down, um, these these people are drug addicts, scumbags, and Harmony's. Here's the mom. I'm sorry. I just posted the mom, Kyla Montgomery. That's the mom or stepmom. I no stepmom. Stepmom. Yep. That's the stepmom there. That's her picture there. I'm not even going to keep it up because I don't even want to look at her. Yeah, but as soon as you look at them, you're like, oh my god, these people should not have children. Yeah. So um, Harmony's younger brother was adopted, and the adopted family was in the process of trying to adopt Harmony. And so they're reaching out to Adam, and then all of a sudden, no contact. Right. And they're like, well, what's going on? No response, no contact. Because she's gone. Right. She's gone. She's gone. Yeah. Um, what do we call that in police work? <laughs> a clue. A clue. <laughs> yeah. Um, Harmony's great uncle, which is Adam's uncle, goes to Adam's house by October, November of 2019, and comes in and sees Harmony, this precious baby. Partially a, blind. Par, who's partially blind with a black eye. Jesus Christ. And the uncle is like, what the hell's going on here? So he calls law enforcement. And he calls, I don't know what the New Hampshire DCF is, but in Florida we have Department of Children and Families. Right, right. Whatever their equivalent right, is. Right. And Now hold on. So, pause yeah, that no, thought. Yeah. I have children. Mm-hmm. They're all raised now. You have children. They're all raised now. Do you get the Do you get the split chin? Yes. Yes. Do you get the broken arm? Yes. Absolutely. The gash on the head, the knot on the head, you know, bruises, bumps, bruises, scraped knees, you know, all of that. Do yes. you get all of that? Absolutely. And, and, and does that even raise any suspicion whatsoever? No, not at all. A black eye. Yep. Like Ricky Ricardo used to say, Lucy, <laughs> you got some explaining to do. Yeah, I'm just saying. Absolutely. You, you need to explain the hell out of a black eye. 
Go ahead. There are there and, and LT, you're absolutely right. There are certain things that I, I don't want to say acceptable, but they're understood. And there's there's, there's triggers, you know. Right, you there's know certain injuries. Yeah. There's certain injuries like, okay, they're a kid. This is a seven year old kid who is partially blind. Okay. Um, the great uncle did the right thing. As far as I know, this is a brand new case, just broke absolutely. this past week. But as far as I've seen and I've read, the great uncle did the right thing and called DCF and law enforcement and says, something's not right. Okay, come out here and do something. Well, thank God. But they didn't. Oh, no. Because this is in 2019. Oh, no. DCF didn't do anything. They didn't go to the house to check on her? I I don't know if they went to the house and said, yeah, everything's fine. That part hasn't come out Mm. yet because DCF or whatever their equivalent is not saying anything. Right. So yeah. Meanwhile, they're going. Oh <laughs> shit! Oh shit! Let's Doing their sure internal we, investigation. Yeah. Let's make sure we got all our shit in a bag. Right. That's terrible. Yeah. Man. And so is the PD. Oh my god, man! Did, did an officer go out there and say everything's fine? Is there a report? There should be a report, and it should be public record. For those of you that are in law enforcement and watching this, let me tell you something. It only takes thirty minutes to an hour. To put something down on paper that you went and you checked and you did your due diligence to ensure that whoever it is is okay, whether it's a domestic case, a child case, whatever it is, just don't get late. I'm not saying they are. I'm not saying they were in any way, shape, or form. Just trying to give you some advice. Don't get lazy. Do the freaking report. Absolutely. You'll never get in trouble for doing an extra report. You will get sued, fired, and put all over the news for not doing a damn thing. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, there's a, there was a case in California, uh, Casey Dugard, mm-hmm. where she was kidnapped and mm-hmm. she was held for 18 years. And the probation officer, ev- several times every year for those 18 years, went to the house and never found her. Okay, here's another one. <clears throat> Gabby Petito. Yep. Did they or did they not? I wasn't there. Right. But from the interviews I saw. And if you're interested in more information on the Gabby Petito case, there's we, we, we covered it twice in two different episodes. Part one and part two. We <clears throat> so went over you, should, you should watch those. Um, so what happened is apparently Harmony was left in the house. Don't know all the right. particulars there. Right. Adam, the scumbag father, says, oh, I took her to her biological mother in november 2019 mother biological mother said that didn't happen never she never showed up here oh boy. never showed up oh boy um but another thing is mom never called in the two years that the daughter's missing that's your biological child you haven't talked to her in two years but you're gonna think oh everything's fine why didn't she call the police right why didn't she call DCI? Right. Where's my kid? Is she a scumbag? I, I I haven't seen a picture of her, so I don't. I you know. Let me I, tell you something, and you know. I'm this. sure she's not an upstanding citizen. I if you are and you're watching this, prove me wrong. Write it in the uh, in the comments below. I can tell you this: there would be no way that anybody would get any sleep. The cops, the DA. The feds, whoever, no one would get any sleep until my kid was found alive or dead. Yep, they wouldn't get any sleep. Nope. I'm telling you right now. I would I, absolutely. And I tell a lot of a lot, when I was a police officer and, and even past that, they were like, "Oh, how do you get the cops to do anything? You be the squeaky wheel." What does the squeaky wheel get? Attention, right? And the grease. Yeah, you sit on the sheriff's desk or the chief's desk. Or the colonel, if it's a state police or the, the whoever the whatever the hell they are, and you sit there and you call every other day, every other day. You write an email. You get a hold of your local reporters and your news. Hey, I have not seen my daughter in two years, and, and the law enforcement's not doing anything about it. You do it, and I'm not saying that law enforcement doesn't do their job. We're not saying that. What we're saying is, if you don't feel like you are being treated and your case is being treated with as much attention as needs to be, you, you folks are the ones that need to be your child's advocate and sit on somebody's desk 
until they either trespass warn you from the agency and tell you you can never come back, or they do something. So I remember the chief coming down to the you know the CID and say, "Hey, hey, Long, what's up with this case?" And I'm like, "Why is the chief asking me about that?" And guess what? I gave attention to that case. that case. And guess why he asked you? Because he was reached out. He reached he out. He was getting the phone calls, right. man. Absolutely. He was getting the phone calls. Yep. And, and it usually he, wasn't my case, but I was the detective supervisor. <laughs> whatever case, or I mean, whatever case you're working, when the big boss comes down and starts asking questions, trust me when I tell you, something's going to get done. Yep. I had a friend of mine, and I won't say his name. His daughter was sexually abused by an individual that broke into her apartment. And the sheriff's office didn't do jack nothing. And this is local. This is local. And and when I say local, I mean in the central Florida realm. I told him he, he you know, I I saw a comment he made and I and I, I responded to it. Because that's what we do. We look out for each other. He's retired law enforcement. He was a captain with an agency. And I reached out to him and said, you okay, man? You don't sound good. And he goes, man, XYZ happened. And XYZ agency isn't doing crap. And I said, well, I hope that you are going to be a fixture in the sheriff's office, in his office or her office, until they say, oh, my God, get this guy out of here. Do something. Yep, absolutely. And he said, I have a meeting on Monday. Yep. This was on Saturday. Good. So he knows, he knew what to do, you know. So don't give up, guys. There are avenues. Now, do we get to a point? Yes. Where the leads end, the clues end, we don't have anything, and there just is nothing to do, and you're waiting for that clue? Absolutely. And if they've exhausted everything that they can possibly do in their power to make this case happen, you got to give them a break. They, you know, they're probably going home and going, oh, my God, babe, meaning talking to their significant other. I'm in a dead end. Right. And, and, and the detective know? should have a meeting with the family or at least the parents. Absolutely. And said, Listen, and tell them that. And it, this is what this is what just so you know, this is what I've done. This is what we've done. Now, if you have any other leads, any other information, I'll, t- I'll do that as well. When I was doing traffic homicides, I would go out to the, usually, you know, it was a victim. Sometimes it was two victims because it was just an accident. But more than not, it was one victim or two victims, you know, and I would go and I would sit down with them and say, look, I know it's been a while and I know this seems like it's going on forever and, and trust me. We haven't put this in the back burner and in a drawer somewhere. It takes a while for forensics. It takes a while for the um, The lab. Yeah, the lab, the coroner to give us their reports. It takes a while. This stuff can take up to months to happen. Yeah. But you know what I always got? Thank you. for And a hug. Okay. I don't know how many times the mother or the grandmother... You know, or whoever was there, the auntie or whoever would come over and go, thank you so much for coming here and letting us know. That assurance oh. that their case is being worked oh my goes, God. goes a very long way. I mean, guys, when I say guys, I mean guys and gals, comment below. If, if you've ever been a victim of some kind of crime, isn't it nice for the officer to call you and say, hey, we're still working on your case. We still have this. And and you not have to track them down. I yeah. mean, come on, that's any customer service. Absolutely, though. customer no? service. All right, so sorry. So this finally came to head at the beginning of the end end of, of of last year, beginning of this year, and they can't find harmony. So they ended up arresting the dad, um, Adam, for the incident that happened in 2019, the black eye and all that. Now he's in jail. They have not arrested him for. The murder, the disappearance, any of that. So the reason why, if you're wondering, if you know this case, why would they not charge him with that? Because as soon as you put the cuffs on somebody, the time starts clicking. you yes. got to try them. 180 days for a felony, and if you don't have the case, 
they're gone. Yeah. So you charge them with what you know you can you can charge right, right. a lesser crime. So that's why. Um, so he's he he was arraigned yesterday. No bond. Um, and then today, no, I'm sorry. He was arraigned Wednesday, and then yes, yesterday Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. Um, Kyla, the stepmom, which would have been one six of twenty two. Yep. Kyla, the stepmom, was also charged with fraud. And welfare fraud because she was receiving um, food stamps for the little in the little girl's name, and she hadn't seen her in two years. Yeah, so she had received two years Good. worth of of fraud or uh, uh, welfare. And and what happened is is she I don't know if she's trying to protect herself or if she's being honest here. She said, "Yeah, the last last time I saw her was when Adam was taking her." In 2019, November 2019, to her biological mom in Massachusetts, and so, that's what that's what the stepmom said. So it sounds like to me, if they've already charged him and now they're charging her, it sounds like that law enforcement is all over this. And now they now, are now yeah, they one hundred percent all over. This. Yep, there's there's a sixty thousand dollar reward for any information. Uh, she's she's been in jail. He's been in jail. So they're really trying to put the screws on them. Um, now, supervisor, yep. you get this case, okay? You realize that it wasn't worked in 2019. Do you worry about that now, or do you focus on here now and say, okay, the internal will, will, will come later? Well, I worry about it in the fact that if the individuals who didn't do anything in the first place, if that's what happened, are still out there on the road. Okay. That needs to be corrected right now. So you sign an internal investigation as to go con- concurrently with Absolutely. the criminal investigation. Absolutely, because that's not going to affect the criminal investigation because now you have investigators, detectives, whatever y'all call them, um, investigating this case, the case where they may have or did or did not or whatever went out and should have made contact. That that was patrol probably, and that's probably. completely different. So right. so that is not going to affect this investigation in any way, shape, or form. So um, if it's a small agency and you only have two detectives, you're not taking them away. No, because it's no. You're, you're right. It's probably a patrol. And I can tell you that this is going to be such a big case covering ge- geographic areas that are huge that they're probably going to bring in. Some people from the sheriff's offices, the maybe FBI, probably. the state police. Yeah, FBI. Even FBI, with if it's yep. a missing person, FBI can get involved, obviously. Um, but, yeah, I would run an internal onto what happened in the first place, find out what happened. You know, it could be some training. It could have been a brand-new cop and just just didn't know what to do the way it should have been well, done. Then, then that's a supervisory issue, right? It is, because I would have, as a supervisor, said, hey, on that call you had earlier, I read the screen, did you go to the people's house? And if that got overlooked because they're super busy, Manchester, they may be super busy. I don't know. But it sounds to me like somewhere, I don't know where, somebody dropped the ball. Right. I don't know where. Yeah. Um, I don't want to say that, you know, the patrol cop did or the patrol supervisor. I don't know. And and, and it could have gone to detectives and they're like, eh, whatever. I mean, we don't know. We don't want to. We don't know. and, And I don't want to throw anybody under the bus. I'm just saying, I, you know, what I said earlier. You know, this this spurred a question. So let's say you have a really busy day. Right. Your supervisor. How do you at any time go through, let's you have a 12-hour shift. Do you go through all of the calls that were done and conf- confirm that all the reports were done? Because if you don't do that and you get... For reports, you're like, okay, this is all the reports that should have been done. No. How do you know what was done and what wasn't done? Because you pay attention throughout the day. Okay. You have a screen, and you're able to read the screen of the call that the officer is going to. Right. And you can read what the complaint is saying. And if there's a little, that little bell goes off in the back of your head and goes, this don't sound good, then you call whoever it is, the, the corporal or whoever, and you go, Hey, uh, what do we do on that? That that sounded kind of funky. But you know what? If you're slammed on a major incident and they went out to this, somebody calling in, they haven't seen a kid in two months, 
You may have missed it, and if a report wasn't done... Right. That's what I'm wondering. You may have missed that completely. What if, what if you're an agency like Sanford on a Friday night? Oh, my and God. And you're a supervisor. How do you know what should have been done? There's no way to know, man, unless, until you go back, and that's why I said you need to do an internal, and find out who responded, who was the supervisor, what was going on at the time, how much time did they spend on the call, what did they do, call them in, hey, what did you do on that call? What did they tell you on that call? What did you write down? Did you do a report? Did you not do a report? Is there any body, um, uh, body camera footage? Right. Absolutely. Because and if I were to press, that's exactly what I'd be asking for. Right. I mean, in, 2019, in 2019, were, were body cameras? Yeah, as, they were. Okay. But here's the deal. How long do they last? Here's, I was getting to that. <laughs> Very good point. If it is a non-case, meaning criminal case, and it was a non-custody case, Meaning Baker Act, mm-hmm. which is, you know, someone with psychiatric issues, they've been Baker Acted and taken to a hospital or a facility. If it's not something like that, do they save all the footage? Or if it's a smaller agency, because hard drives cost a fortune, if it's a non-case, meaning a non-report case, a non-custody case, after 90 days, six months, or a year, does it get erased? Because... It's not a case. So the agency you worked for, how long did they hold, hold on if to If it was an cases? arrest, it never went away. Okay. It was always there. Right. If it was a Baker Act, it was always there. Okay. Anything less than that, if it wasn't a case where a custody or an in-custody mm-hmm. or a use of force, I'm sorry, response to resistance, <laughs> if it wasn't one of those type cases or the chief didn't call down and say, hey, save that, right. you know, mm-hmm. archive it. 90 days, it was gone. You don't have the space. Right. You don't have the space. I'm telling you right now, you would have to have a million-dollar budget in a five-man police department to save every single video every time you turned it on because you have car camera, you have body camera. Every officer, 24-7, 365, and it's all HD quality. Right. So it takes up a lot of space. Oh, yeah, my memory God. You yeah. can't even imagine. So I'm not saying they're doing any of that, you know, covering anything up or anything like that. I'm just trying to give you all some information. Behind the scenes. That there's no way they can keep every single video that happens out of here. You just can't. You can't. It, it'd be impossible. Unless you guys want to start paying, you know, $7,000 a year in freaking property tax. Property tax. <laughs> it, it's not going to happen. It just can't. So anyway, go ahead. Yeah. So the investigation so far, we know that um, the detectives did a uh, executed a search warrant at the home where Adam and um, Harmony lived. Right. We don't know the results of that because Adam since left the state and went to Maine. He got. He oh, was, really? He, yeah. He he was arrested up in Maine, and they. Um, I know that they are probably, and I don't know how large this agency is in 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 Manchester. I don't know if it's a, a five man agency, which I hope it's not, because the manpower is going to be very limited. And they, it appears to me they say they have 131 patrol officers in various divisions. Okay, so it's relatively a substantial agency. It's not a small agency, which we came from. Our right. agency, when I started, it was 19. How many were there when you uh, left? F- almost 47, So I think double of what we're from, and we had we had resources. So an agency that's going to have 100 officers is going to have some substantial resources. Absolutely. So what do you think they're doing now? So I, I think they obviously, they, they did a search warrant on the house where... He, the uh, Adam lived, and I'm, I'm sure they probably did a looked in the backyard to see if there was anything. Maybe even brought up some cadaver dogs. Um, this guy's not a smart guy. It doesn't seem like he's a yeah, smart guy. I agree. He's a criminal. I think he's the bad guy. He's he has a, a criminal history for attempted murder, robbery. Um, so they're gonna they're gonna dig into him like a proctologist. <laughs> they're going to look at his phone records, his his uh, credit card receipts, his debit card receipts. They're gonna get a search warrant on his car, anything. Now the car is not gonna show. I mean, it it would, should show her hair. 
because she was there. But she if was. it shows any blood, absolutely. Or, right. So these we're building, we're putting pieces together in the puzzle. And they did a um, search warrant on a small house on the west side. Was that his? Yeah, house? that's that's his house. Okay. Um, he he had subsequently moved to uh, Maine. I would look into the step the the step uh, the stepmom, and then I would start. I would put them against each other. I would do I would do cell tower, um, cell phone, text messages, everything. Like I said, dig into everybody involved. I would interview the cops. And one of the most important thing is, when was the last time she was seen? Who was she with? Right, absolutely. Who was the absolutely. last person that she was with when... And saw her alive. Right. Was, you know, I would talk to the stepmom. When, what day did he leave to absolutely. take her to the biological mom? All right, so... There's probably a phone conversation lying there, and I don't know how long phone companies hold on to that stuff. I don't either. Yeah. If you know, please comment down below how long the phone companies, these cell phone companies, have to keep records of transactions, meaning phone calls, you know, between numbers and this and that. Um, let me ask you this. Yeah. As as a lieutenant, I see all this going on. You bring her in. You bring him in. Yeah. And the first thing out of my mouth is going to be. Okay, what's your angle on her? How are you going to... What are you going to say to her to get her to flip on him if she knows something? So, unfortunately, they were arrested at separate separate times. Okay. If you had arrested them together... So they've been home doing this. Right. Talking to each other. They probably know, right? Yeah. But if I had arrested them at the same time... I'd put them in a holding cell together and see if they were stupid enough to talk about shit. It's recorded. Right? No expectation and of privacy. Thank you. Right? Cats. Just like the back of a patrol car. Right? And I, and I ask my students that all the time. <laughs> um, Cats VUS, by the way, if, you're, if, if any of my students are listening, listen, listening, listening, <laughs> you um, So if I, if I had arrested them together, I'd put them in together. Um, if not... And I have a chance to interview them separately. I'm going to, I'm going to, because I think history shows a lot. I don't know what her history is. I don't know what criminal, but if it's not a violent history, I'm thinking I'm putting the the vast majority of my eggs in his basket, and I'm going to go to her. What and do you say, mean? I, I'm going to. I'm going. I think he did it. Okay. Gotcha. And I'm going to go to her and said, "Do you want to go? You you want to? And I don't know if New Hampshire has the death penalty. Florida does. Do you want to go to prison for the rest of your life for this asshole?" You know what's funny is um, cops rely, they absolutely rely on people not being able to keep this shit. <laughs> they go into bars. Ten years later, five years later, and they're sitting there, and they've strapped on the freaking bottle of Woodford, or probably not, not expensive, but you know what I'm saying. And they get chummy chummy with somebody. Oh yeah, and they start freaking talking. Eileen Warnos. Yep. Ab the uh, she started yakking yep. at the freaking last 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 resort. Resort. Yeah. The last resort, and she started ch talking to this undercover freaking yeah. cop yep. that was there to freaking bust her ass and she started talking. No, she didn't give up that she murdered anybody, but she let on that, she, you know, yeah. who she was. So cops rely on this. So I think that if this is a very smart investigator, somebody like you, if you oh, were thanks. sitting in there, I'll talk about that in a minute. <laughs> I think that they can get her, and I agree, get her to roll over and not like, okay, he did it. No. No. She's there going to save her ass. Yes. There will be clues. There will be innuendos. There will be things said that she tries to make it sound like she really didn't know if it happened or not, but that he may have said She's going to minimize. She's going to minimize the whole thing. Her involvement. Yeah. Absolutely. Just like a child. Yes. Absolutely. 100%. Just like a freaking yeah. child yeah. does when you catch them freaking with their hand in the cookie jar. Yeah. There's a there's a there's a, a famous killing in Canada, 
and I'm forgetting the name, but they put the the man and the woman, and that's exactly she minimized. Oh, she he made me do this. Right, uh, Homoka, Carla Homoka. Okay, and and so yeah, if you if you watch that in- interrogation, it's it's really interesting. But yeah, she's gonna minimize. She is going to But when you put the screws on her, you say, listen, this is bullshit you're telling me. You know what happened. Absolutely. And and, how could you not know that this precious little angel wasn't at your house? Oh, so she so he said she was with the mother? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I mean, and she hasn't been back in two years? Right. Did you give up custody, Joe Blow? Or do you want to see your daughter? I mean, come on, man. Listen. As soon as as you as soon as you can convince them that you are not buying the bullshit, yeah, then it's going to change. Well, then the bigger bullshit will happen, <laughs> and it'll seem so ridiculous that you could just you can just shoot it down very easy. Listen, yeah, my wife, okay, God bless her, most amazing woman in the entire universe, second most amazing. Oh, to your wife? Right. Okay. Brown noser. She's a stepmom to my two older children. And I can tell you, if she didn't get a text, we have a family group text that all of us belong to. If she didn't see one of my older children on that text and didn't see their face or see them on Facebook or something else, she'd be like, have you heard from XYZ? What's up with XYZ? Yeah. Yeah. Two years. And she's a stepmom. Yeah. Okay. I'm telling you right now, how can you, and I'm going to post her picture again because she is an absolute angel. How can you look at a face like that? And you would have to be the rottenest, stone coldest, nastiest individual in the world to not ask, what is up with that baby yeah. right there? And is she okay? Is everything right. okay? Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. I have three kids. If I and and I have one that I see and hear from every single day. I have another one that I hear from every two, three days. Right. And then I have one that I hear from every week. If I don't hear from, but he's a commissioned officer, right? Freaking army, right? I mean, he's busy, right? But three days. Four days, five days goes by. Right. Yeah. Hey, are you okay? Yeah. If I don't, if I don't hear from all of my kids in a week and a half period, no, 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 I'm blowing up the world. Absolutely, shit ain't right. <laughs> Absolutely. So, so, all right. So we're dealing with we're dealing with some really winners here. So how do we? So get what this, happens now? How do we get this case solved? How, what we, happens? We now? really put the screws on the stepmom. Right. Okay. We do all of our investigative stuff. We put the screws on stepmom. And then I don't think New Hampshire probably doesn't have the death penalty. But if they did, you could you could threaten the dad with the death penalty and say, listen, you 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 cough up. You cough up where where she is. And we'll take the death penalty off the the table. Let's look it up. Um, There's a unfortunately, I don't think this guy's the smartest, you know, apple in the bunch. Um, you think? Yeah, it's it's sad, but I think they're going to find her deceased within the next two weeks. Um, with uh, all the with with all the effort that they're putting into this case, and you, you've got to really dig down in deep into these. they don't. Yeah, so you can't use that against them. Yeah, but you can say you, life. Without the possibility of parole, right. yeah. If they have parole, you can say, "Listen, you got parole, or you're not. You know, right. do you want to do you want to die in prison, or, or do you, you want a chance, chance in 25, 30 years to get out? Right. Tell us where she is. Right. Okay. Accidents. And, 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 and you know, you could you could actually you could actually sit, play the sympathy card. And sometimes you you detectives know what I'm talking about. You got a piece of shit across the uh, table from you, and you want to punch him in the face, <laughs> but to get that confession, you're sympathetic. Hey, oh, you yeah. know what? I know, I, I know accidents happen. You give them a pack of cigarettes. Right. You give them a Coke. You give them a sandwich if you've yeah. been in there forever. You say, hey, man, I understand. I, this is tough, man. I understand. You sympathize with them. Yeah. All the while, deep down inside, like he just said, you want to punch them in the goddamn face or you want to rip their freaking head off and shit down their neck. I'm sorry, but you as human beings... 
can realize what I'm saying. Yeah, and you and you and you and you and you sympathize because a lot of times people want to confess. Oh, and they oh, want absolutely. and they want somebody who's going to be sympathetic to their kids. They want closure so that they can. Whew, I'm glad that's off my mind. Right. Now I just have to deal with what's in front of me. Yeah. I don't have to deal with the past. And and they really and do. Of the people, and you know, the people who have confessed, right after they confess, they feel better. Yeah, ab- that's what I'm saying. Now that doesn't last forever. That's why you have to get as much information yeah. as you can. <laughs> you squeeze that. You just squeeze the hell out of because that sponge. Because now the guilt kicks in, right? Or the oh shit factor kicks right. in. I'm going to prison for the rest of my right. life. Right. But you know what? You can use that, and we talked about this on the last show. You can use that little bit of that bargaining chip, guys, with these defendants, and you bring the state attorney in and you say, okay, if you tell us what happened and you tell us where this baby is, where we can find her, we they will give her take a proper burial. Absolutely. And-, and get some closure for the real mother yep. and this and that. We will take without parole off of the table. Yeah. And we'll we'll eligible for parole, you know, in 30 20, years 30 or 20 years, years yeah. or whatever. So I can tell you that, you know, the states that take the death penalty off the off the um, books, it really takes a major bargaining chip out of our table. Absolutely. Oh, my God, man. Yeah. It really does. Because yeah. you can tell somebody, do you want to freaking die? In, do you want to die? Do you want to walk down that hallway and lay on that table and watch those that you know that freaking injection needle, yeah. freaking shoot that stuff into your veins? And is that what you want? That's the last br- breath you will ever yeah. take in your entire life. And I'll life. tell you what, when they start to thinking about it, and it may take them a while, but that is a hell of a bargaining chip, man. Absolutely. Hell of a bargaining chip. Absolutely. It really is. What's, right, nice, so what's nice about Florida is we we don't have parole. So if they get life, they're going to die anyway. Absolutely. Which I, 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 I love. I love it. So what were you going right, to say? So s- um, steps to take in the investigation. You already covered that. The pinging of the phone, the calling them. Search so, warrant, search warrant, search warrant. So yep. let's wrap this bad boy up. What What would you right. do now? You've got them arrested. You've got them in there. You've already interviewed them. You, you, you know, you've got whatever you can take. Un- unfortunately, un- unfortunately, he probably already has, because he's ha- he's been arraigned. So he has an attorney representation, and the attorney's not going to let him talk, no, unless you, right. unless the state attorney comes to them and says, "Listen, you know, like you said, like what well, I said, right. yeah. If you give us um, X Y Z, we'll right. give you." But XYZ. I'm not going to be able to just as a detective go in there. No, and, you know, violating no. his Sixth Amendment right. Um, if we do that, and he confess, so I, this is what I think is going to happen. And my, this is my gut tell me. I don't think. He, I don't think he's going to spill the beans. No, I don't either. I I think she will. She will. She will. She'll she tell will. everything she knows. I don't know if she knows everything. No, but she won't be able to tell him where the body is, I guarantee you. Yeah. But if you are watching this in the next couple of weeks and they they find a body, tell me I'm right. I think they're going to find the body before before Valentine's Day. That's my that's that's my prediction. They're gonna. Uh, unfortunately, they're gonna find this precious little girl deceased before Valentine's Day, and he's gonna go to prison for the rest of his life. I her. think they are going to find a body, but because it has been so long, I don't think they're gonna be able to identify her and say it's her. Really? I, I, I don't. I think that. I think that he has put her somewhere. Up there in New Hampshire, either somewhere in the mountains or somewhere in the ocean or somewhere where either she will not be found or they just won't be able to identify her. And this case will go cold, just like the one case that we still have in this county or the next county oh, south, yeah. where that young, that beautiful young lady has still not been yep. found today. Right down the road from where I used to that. live. And we need to cover yeah. that. Yeah. I know who killed that person, though. Yeah, but... There's no proof. There's no proof. Yeah. And he's still walking around. But anyway, I don't think they're going to find her. So really, so you don't think they're going to find her or you you think that they're not going to. If they do, they won't be able to tell it's hers. Because they could do familial DNA. So in essence, they're not going to find her. I don't think they're going to find her. I don't. Not for a very long time. Cigar. 
um, cigar on that. Absolutely. All right, so we have a bet. Um, if you say Valentine's Day, I say though. Valentine's Day on or before. I say if it's, af- if it's after the fourteenth, then I lose. I say in two thousand twenty-two, <laughs> they're not going to find her. Hmm. And if I'm wrong, and they find her in 2022, which I pray to God they do, I pray to God they do, then I'm buying him a cigar. If they don't find her by February 14th, he's buying me one. Yeah. And by the way, he just bought me one because my <laughs> Georgia Bulldogs kicked Michigan's Ass. Yes, now, they I, did. I pay my bets. I had no dog in the, uh, dog in the fight. Had dog in the fight. But I figured I'd just bet anyway. All right. Um, so here's another bet. All right. Georgia Bulldogs? Alabama. Okay. Alabama. Give um, me some points. Isn't Georgia favored? Doesn't matter. you got to give me some points or I'm no, not making a bet. I, I'm not making a bet unless I know what the points are. <laughs> I think it's 2.5. I think. You'll have to look it up. But anyway. Uh, three points. Okay, three points. He said it. Three points. You give me three points. No. Three points. I got to beat him by three? Yes. By three? Yes. No, I got to beat him by By four. four. Yes. I'll take that. Okay. For a cigar. cigar. For a cigar. And there's no stipulation on what kind of cigar or anything else. We don't play that. He'll text me tomorrow and he'll go, oh, well, it's got to be our freaking, you know, and it'll be like Cohiba. Yeah, (laughs) Cohiba, some $40 cigar. Nah, no stipulation. He bought me a pretty decent, I think. We'll see tonight. Yeah, we'll see In the after show. That son of a bitch will probably take like dog shit wrapped (laughs) up in a wrapper. All right, guys. Thank you very much for hanging in with our drunken. So I I don't know if you notice. If you watch our our first episode and then our second episode, we're a little more loosey-goosey on the second episode. But thank you very much for hanging in there during our second episode. This is season two. We're going to be doing uh, true crime. If you have a true crime case that you want us to cover. Yes. Email us, retiredcopsrule at gmail.com, or send us a message in um, uh, YouTube. But make sure you subscribe. Subscribe, and you get a sticker. If we know who you are, I don't know if that's possible. Can we do no, that? No, 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 no. We're, <laughs> we're not giving a sticker. He's drunk. We're not giving a sticker away for just subscribing. We're giving a sticker away. Did we give him a, a question to answer in the... Um... No, we, we said if you answer our questions, like, you know... From the other episodes, if you know this, yeah, but or we that. need to give them a specific question that they need to answer in order to subscribe and then answer the question. All right, to so, get one of the stickers. So I'll, I'll, I will give you a question. Um, Map v. Ohio is a landmark case on the exclusionary rule. What is Map's first name? The first, if you send us in the in the in email the comments. or in the comments, what Map's first name is. We will will. send you a sticker. I'll send you a message, then we'll get your address. We'll send you a sticker. But you must be a subscriber to YouTube in order to take advantage of this. And it must be um, either an email to retiredcopsrule at Gmail, or it's got to be in the comments of YouTube. No other venue, no other... um, Plus, our answers yeah. will be taken. All right. All right. Catch us on uh, Spotify and Apple Podcasts as well. We love you guys. Thank you for everything. We, we love doing this. I don't know if we're ever even talking to anybody, but this is fun. And just remember, at Surviving the Badge, we still, still got, got your, your six. six. Salute. 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 All right. Let's get out of here. <laughs> <laughs>